Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of the John Morris Show. This one, we're getting into this whole New Year's resolution thing. I've been kind of waiting for everybody to get their stuff out of the way and then actually waiting for the New Year when people are sitting down to do this and give you the truth now about setting your New Year's resolutions. And actually, what, what this is, is I wrote an article over on Medium some of you may have seen this, but uh, I didn't really, you know, it, it was a few years ago and I didn't really promote it all that much, but it did kind of get some traction over on Medium a little bit. And I had a lot of people that you know, either messaged me about it and or, or, you know, got a hold of me somehow and talked to me about it and how it, it actually helped them quite a bit. And so, uh, again, I want to, I'm going to go through what I talked about uh, in this post. It's absolutely 100% applicable to today. It'll be applicable 100 years from now because it has to deal with the way people tend to go about goal setting and how the way that we sort of naturally do it and the way that a lot of people out there are going to advise you to do it tends to set you up to set you up for failure, set you up to fail at your New Year's resolutions, which is why New Year's resolutions tend to be it's almost the running joke. Everybody knows nobody keeps their New Year's resolutions. Well, you know, I don't want that to be well, your experience of it because it, a new year, a, a kind of a fresh mindset, a fresh start, uh, however arbitrary it may be, uh, can still be something that can can give you the motivation, the energy you need to make a change. So I want to show you the common traps that people fall into uh, when it comes to goal setting and and creating their New Year's resolutions, and then what you can do instead to help you actually have success with them. Of course, before I do that, I do want to encourage you to support the show and head on over to store.johnmorrisonline.com. If you're looking for coding training, then I would appreciate if you'd head over there and check out what's there. First, before you look anywhere else, I have a number of different courses, in particular PHP courses, but I also have Upwork courses. I even have productivity course over there and so forth that can help you down your path with your coding career. So you get the coding training you need. You also help support me and help support the show so I can continue to do this for you. And as a regular listener of the show, you can use the coupon code JMO over there for 20% off anything in the store. So again, that's store.johnmorrisonline.com. Use the coupon code JMO. All right, so... Let me let me get into this 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 goal setting thing. And, and the way I I kind of contextualize this is, I'm coming from the approach of being somewhat of an expert at failure. Uh, a lot of things that I've done in my life, I failed at. So, for example, my number one goal growing up when I was a kid was to win a state championship for my school in football, because it we had it been. I think in the 60s or 70s, we had won a couple, and then it had been, you know, at that point, probably almost 30 years since we'd won one. And so our class was a a bigger class for our school, a lot of good athletes, and there was kind of this hope that we might be the the team to do it. And so I'd set early on, and I'd heard all that and set early on when I was a kid that that was what I wanted to do. And my senior year, we did get close, but we lost 30-20 to 20 in the semifinals to the eventual state champion, and so I never achieved that goal. My number one dream growing up was to play football at uh, Nebraska for the Cornhuskers, and 
my sophomore year of college, I did walk onto the team and I did make the first cut, but uh, I didn't make the second cut and I never actually ended up playing there. So I have that failure to add to the list. I uh, have been divorced, so I have a failed marriage. Uh, I have a failed career. I have a, there's a failed business you can add to that. So I've had a lot of experience with failure, yet here I am still, <laughs> still kicking. So while you're probably reading or have read others, other people telling you how to be successful with your New Year's resolutions this year, what I want to show you is the common ways that people tend to fail so you can avoid those things. And simply avoiding those things are going to put you in a lot better position to be successful. So here are the three big things that people tend to do when uh, setting their New Year's resolutions or any goal and why they're doomed to fail, and then what you can do instead to set yourself up for success. So the first big thing that people tend to do is they tend to set results-oriented goals. So things like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds, or I want to make an extra $10,000 this year, or whatever. Most people set goals around the results that they want. And in fact, many goal-setting gurus will tell you to do just that and to get real specific. That's often the, the, the common advice. The problem with results-oriented goals is most people simply set the goal and never really develop a solid plan for achieving that goal. So how are you going to lose 10 pounds? How exactly are you going to make that uh, extra 10K? And even when you do create plans, oftentimes the plan is so unrealistic that deep down you never know, you know it's never going to work uh, or that you'll never get yourself to actually do it. I mean, if you look at some of the, and I've done this myself, if you look at some of the plans that people have for how uh, they're going to achieve their goals, it's going to require this Herculean effort that is you know three thousand percent beyond what they've ever been able to to get themselves to do or achieve uh, up to that point. It's just completely un unrealistic, and so in this way, your goal setting and your New Year's resolutions almost become more of an exercise in daydreaming and wishful thinking than they do actually setting realistic realistic achievable goals, and so. Uh, that's a very common trap that people can fall into. What to do instead is to set habit-oriented goals. So you, you, yes, you want to think about the results you want, but you, that's kind of just a, a given. But you want to think even harder about the habits you'll need to develop to achieve those results and base your resolutions and your goals around those habits. So if you want to lose 10 pounds, you might decide in order to do that, well, first I'm going to stop eating junk food. Uh, I'm going to go only eat whole foods and I'm going to exercise for 30 minutes a day. Your focus should be on those habits and setting goals based around those habits. So if you're going to stop eating junk food, then make your, your goal that I'm going to not eat junk food six out of seven days a week. That that's going to be my plan for achieving it, and I'm going to eat you know whole food six out of seven days, and I'm an, an exercise five out of seven days, and and base all your focus and all your your goals around those habits. The ten pounds will then just become a natural sort of result of you changing your habits, and if you ex successfully implement those habits, you know that that other goal, the ten pounds or the extra ten k or whatever it is 
that's more than likely going to happen. And even if it doesn't, you're still going to be a lot healthier, which is ultimately the point. But by focusing on habits instead of results, you force yourself to think about the work you'll need to do to achieve your goals as opposed to simply daydreaming about it as if it's just sort of this what if, oh, that would be great, but I'm never going to do that. I mean, I really am not, right? It makes it serious. It makes it real because now you're, you're, you're focusing on things that are actually going to help you achieve uh, your goal. So that's the first thing. The second trap that I see, and I'm I'm very guilty of this, and this is maybe the one that gets people the most, is they tend to plan for perfection. So people tend to vastly overestimate their willpower, especially this time of year, because we're all kind of sort of juiced up and gassed up about the new year, and we're super motivated, and this is going to be the year, and we're going to be committed. And we tend to just overestimate how much willpower we're actually going to be able to exert. And that's why people do it for a couple of weeks and then just completely drop off because they have the energy and the motivation, but that only lasts so long. So uh, if, you, if you're vastly overestimating how the, the willpower you're going to have, you're setting yourself up for failure. I mean, how many times have you set goals and developed plans that required you to be perfect in order to achieve your goals? How many times have you sat staring at a list of your goals, knowing that there was no way you'd ever actually be able to stick to it all? A lot of us do it all the time and then sort of wonder why our goals never get met. Instead, what you want to do is you want to integrate failure into your plan. Yes, you want to integrate failure into your plan. So recognize and accept that you're not going to be perfect and then figure out how to achieve your goals anyway. So if we continue with our weight loss example, instead of trying to fool yourself into believing that you'll never eat any junk food ever again or that you'll never miss a single day of exercise for the rest of your life, simply recognize that you probably will and then create a success threshold for your habits. And I kind of already alluded to this, but You might say that success when it comes to not eating junk food is not doing so six out of seven days a week. So instead of pretending like you're going to be able to do it seven out of seven days every week, week after week after week after week, realize that you're probably going to cheat some days. And so create a threshold that's a little bit more realistic. Maybe it's five days, maybe five out of seven days a week, not eating junk food would you would consider a success. Or success when it comes to exercising 30 minutes uh, a day is doing so five out of seven days. Or maybe it's four, maybe it's three, or whatever it is. Again, uh, if you only met the minimum thresholds here, you'd you'd still be eating a hell of a lot less junk food, and you'd be exercising more than you probably are right now. So you're gonna be doing a lot better, and you're a lot more likely to actually achieve the goal that you're after uh, of losing 10 pounds or feeling better or looking better. Or if it's money, you're probably, maybe you won't get the 10 K, but maybe you'll get nine and a half or eight and eight is still better than zero. Okay. So if you, if you set, orient your goals around habits, and then you have a success threshold, that's a little bit more realistic, even if you don't achieve your goal, By changing your habits, you're still going to get more positive results, most likely, than you are right now, especially when setting it up this way, 
you'll be a lot more likely to stick to it longer term. And so over the long haul, maybe you know this year it's only you make an extra 6K, but you've continued to build these habits and work on being even more successful. Then next year it's 9, and the year after that it's 12, and then it's 15. And next thing you know, you know you're far beyond what your original goal was. So uh, again, by changing the habits and having these thresholds, you're a lot more likely to stick with it and, and ultimately get the results you're after anyway. But by integrating failure into your plan, you create the flexibility needed to ensure that one small slip up won't derail your entire focus and squander all of your progress up to that point. Because that's often what happens. We we plan for perfection. And when we don't meet that perfection, we just ah, screw it. I give up. I can't do this. And we kind of sort of chuckle. Why did I ever think I was going to do that? So you want to integrate failure into it so that when you something like that does happen, it's all part of the plan. The last thing then I think people do that I think is a mistake, and this one's probably the most controversial of the three, but is they share their goal with others. So I see so many people who share their New Year's resolutions with with everybody they know and kind of in the sense of having a goal, simply having a goal is a noble thing. You know, it's kind of almost like, Everyone knows that that person will never achieve those goals, but by having a goal and sharing it, they get credit for at least trying. And I'm going to kind of be the the Grinch here and say, you don't. You don't get tre- credit for trying, not in reality, because trying, well, that 10 pounds is still going to be there. You still won't have that 10K. In reality, just having a goal means nothing. What matters is actually making some sort of change, actually making progress towards what you want. So if you're really serious about the about your goals, I recommend keeping them mostly to yourself and quietly pursuing them. You know, maybe share them with people you know who will be supportive, but probably more importantly than that, people that you know will hold you accountable. People that'll actually be like, hey look, you're you're screwing up right here. That can be difficult to do because a lot of us you know, sort of want and crave encouragement, but having someone there to kick you in the butt is important as well. Then when you've actually made the changes and achieved the results, then share that with everyone, you know, because then you've actually done something You're and you're going to get the same kind of social satisfaction, but it's for actually doing something, not just simply having a goal or simply trying to. And it'll make sure that you don't settle for simply having a goal. But instead, you only get that credit when you actually achieve your goals. So at the end of the day, real goal setting is about developing habits that naturally lead you to uh, the results you're after. So as you sit down to think about your New Year's resolutions this year, or if you've already done them, maybe come back to them and take a look at them. Uh, and 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 think about these three things. Make sure that you're focused on habits. Make sure that you're not planning for perfection and make sure that you're not simply sharing your goals and your resolutions out there with everybody to to make it feel like simply having a goal is, is some sort of noble thing. If you really want to achieve results this year, then focus on habits integrate failure into it, and only share it when you actually achieve some part of it. Uh, So you only get that social satisfaction from actually doing stuff. All right, so 
that that is uh, essentially kind of the overview of what I wrote uh, a few years ago, and really how I go about promote uh, approaching um, my New Year's resolutions and my goal setting. And the reality is, is I set goals several years ago, and because they're habit focused goals, those habits really haven't changed over the years. So each new year, I don't really have a, a, a thing where I go through, oh, I'm going to set a bunch of new New Year's resolutions. I simply take a look at the ones that I already have and have had for years and, and what I'm pursuing and, and what I'm trying to do uh, from a habit-based perspective, how I've done over the past year, things that, that, that were good and that helped me to, to get closer to that and things that got in my way and what I can do in the next year to, to be even more consistent with my habits. So, uh, it actually makes this time of year a lot easier. So again, hopefully that, uh, you know, gives you some insight, gives you something you can, can use with, uh, your resolutions and your goal setting going forward, uh, from here. So thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, I appreciate it if you'd share it with someone who you think could use a little insight into how to go about doing their new year's resolutions. Uh, if you want to see all the past episodes of the show or find all the subscribe links for iTunes, Android, tune in now. You can head on over to johnmorrisshow.com. And if you would leave me a honest review of the show over on iTunes, I will give you Module 1 of my PHP 101 course. All the instructions for that, you can go to johnmorrisshow.com and simply click on the Start Here link. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.